Welcome to Google Ads Unleashed, the podcast that helps you harness the power of Google Ads to increase sales for your online business. In an ever-changing Google Ads landscape, we uncover the latest strategies, techniques, and best practices for creating effective ad campaigns that deliver real results. And now your host, Jeremy Young. Hello, everyone, and we are back with the next episode of Google Ads Unleashed. I hope you are doing well. Um, sorry, there wasn't an episode again, uh, this time not uh, tonsils related or anything. I was actually on holiday in Scotland with my fiance, so we had a fantastic old time, and it's just been a crammed week, and unfortunately, podcast uh, was very difficult to record, which is why I'm now definitely back uh, for, for the next coming weeks. And I um, did a uh, seminar on Wednesday and the question of brand campaign came up again. It's like an age old topic. I've already done a podcast on brand campaign, but it's just a couple of um, uh, sort of things I just want to reiterate again. Also, I was asked all my best tips to really um, sort of uh, yeah make sure that it actually does work for your account. Uh, so I'm going to dive right into it and just see, um, uh, you know, whether you should be running brand campaigns for, for, for your so branded search uh, campaigns for your uh, brand or not. So the first and basic question that you need to ask yourself is what should my brand campaign do for, for, for my brand, right? Usually it has the sort of advantage of, uh, it's had loads of advantages, right? But the sort of core things that it does is that it keeps your competitors away because there will be a lot of people bidding on either your uh, branded terms, uh, whether deliberately or um, not deliberately. For instance, that their PMAX campaign simply deliver uh, search elements to your branded search terms. So that's why it's always good to stay on top of that. But it could also have other um, sort of good benefits, such as you could, for instance, be um, boosting your conversions, right? And generally uh, sort of kickstart your account. This can be quite handy for either brand new accounts or accounts which have been sort of running a little bit for a while and then just need to keep going. Your brand campaign fills your uh, conversion tracking with basically the absolute right uh, sort of, you know, kinds of people through which which you will want to be obviously targeting, right? So because these are people who know your brand, who are interested, etc., etc. When do you not want to run a brand campaign? So let's say, for instance, you are the manager for a uh, company such as I don't know, I'm going to come up with a really crazy example now, but something like eBay, right? That I idea there would not be to really to run a brand campaign because you don't really want to uh, waste your money on that because your marketplace you have a completely different level of branding there is no need really to run a brand campaign for for something like that so a lot of case studies where you will find oh you don't have to run brand campaign there's like uh, uh you know it's already um covered by organic search results these are all from big companies which um have sort of a completely different business goal than to yours. For you, it's absolutely necessary to run. Uh, so I'm going to tell you the sort of best practices and the best things that you need to kind of look out for, okay? 
So first of all, you should be using your brand search campaign as the poster for your business, right? If you have a sale on, right, put it in your brand campaign. There's even now uh, a new feature in the assets in Google Ads. Um, It's rolled out to almost every account now where you can just pin single headlines or descriptions for a certain amount of time to all of your search campaigns or to only certain search campaigns and certain accounts. Um, it's basically like an asset or like, you know, like a site link or call out, which you can place on account level or campaign level or ad group level. And that's super, super handy. So if you have a sale run in, Use your search campaign, use a branded search campaign as a poster for what you're actually doing. Use it to highlight all of the messages that you cannot display on your organic search result, right? Use it to defend yourself against competitors. Let's say a lot of competitors bid in on your name. You can, for instance, say, hey, we are the original X, Y, and Z, or we are so much cheaper, or etc., etc., right? So this is something that you really want to do uh, to take up as much real estate on uh, the SERP um, as possible. You can also do that by actually filling out all of the extensions or well, that's what they used to be called now assets uh, to really take up as much real estate as possible. So site links, call outs, structured snippets, price extensions. If you're on an app, add an app in there, uh, promotion extensions, all of, all of that, right? So just fill out as many as you can to really make your, your search um, ad as big as possible. Again, the idea is to really highlight what is special about your brand, which you can't do organically, to really highlight any current sale that you have on right now, to really highlight, for instance, your uh, advantages against competitors, all that sort of stuff, okay? So how, uh, what settings should you have in your brand campaign? Uh, and nothing really special, you know, target where you need to target is obviously quite normal. Sometimes what you can do is to extend the reach beyond sort of the normal sort of norm. Let's say you're only advertising in Germany, uh, but you sometimes get sort of, uh, you know, searches or you sometimes get sales from abroad because you do deliver abroad, but you only you don't really advertise with Meta or anything abroad. But you might, uh, uh, you know, have a newspaper article and someone might be searching for you. So sometimes it does make sense to extend your brand campaign to beyond the borders of where you are advertising. But it's not that common. But it can make sense. Just really make sure it's, it's it makes sense for your business case. But it should be a relatively straightforward setup of uh, your normal campaign features. I'm going to talk about bid strategy and a few other things in a, in a second. But you should have, in an ideal case, three ad groups, okay? One should be your generic brand ad group, okay? So that should be your branded name uh, as an exact and phrase match keyword. No broad, I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, then you should have a second ad group with all of your branded searches and anything that has something to do with discount codes like, you know, brand name discount, brand name um, uh, sale or anything, something like that in that regard. And then your third should be your brand plus, for instance, uh, um, reviews or brand plus experiences, brand plus, etc. You can also have a fourth one dependent on how really well known your brand is. And you can do it for specific 
types of your products, right? Like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I looked after a brand that sold uh, surfboards. So, um, you know, I had another brand uh, ad group where sometimes you can even do it as a separate campaign, even if you like. But I did it in the brand campaign as an ad group and it was brand names plus surfboards and I sent them straight to the surfboard collection page. And then uh, because they were so well known and had further products, I put in something like brand plus uh, not their surfboards, I don't know what products they had, uh, again, something else, like they're waxing for the surfboards and sent them straight to the waxing campaign, etc., etc., because you can really tailor the ad then to those products. But to go back to uh, the generic one, that's the three core ones, the generic brand plus discount and uh, brand plus reviews experience. Why do I suggest those three? Because those are the three most common sought after searches when it comes to your brand. Generic is obviously self-explanatory. It's just the word or any sort of phrase which you can capture through that. And why I say in all three to not really use broad is because broad can also contain the same meaning as the search term that someone might be searching. And as a result, if you have your branded keyword on broad match, um, it can uh, just attract really a lot of trash searches. So you need to be really, really careful with that. Um, and there, uh, again, highlight your sales, highlight your USPs. Usually send people to a, a, a bog standard homepage. That's fine. Um, that's something I would do. Sometimes if you are one product page, you can even test um, uh, send them straight to the product page, right? We do this with a couple of our clients and that sort of gives a little bit of a better ROI sometimes. Then the brand plus discount um, page. What you should be doing is people who are searching for your brand plus discount code, they are on the verge but of buy-in, but they oh and the only reason they are looking for discount code is the conversion friction lies in the price of the product, right? So you need to give them that little bit of a nudge over the edge in order to um, convert them with a discount code because they might find it from somewhere else. In the worst case scenario, you might have um, referral codes from influencers or whatever online on tools such as Honey, yeah, which will uh, sort of give in-browser recommendations for discount codes to your brand. And if you uh, sort of, uh, they land on there for some reason or another, then you might be paying referral fees to an influencer, although you could have just you know, one, uh, the, 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 the sale yourself. So what you need to do is build a landing page for specific, uh, your brand's name and discount code. And the, and the, and the landing page can be fun, right? It can be something like we caught you looking for a discount code and I know you really fancy our products. So here's 15% off on your first purchase with us. Um, go and enjoy. And I've done this with one client a couple of months ago. Um, I think it must have been September even, so quite a while ago actually now. And that ad group converts like crazy. It is absolutely bananas, right? It does really well. Um, and the good thing about that is, is it does, you know, people say, oh, branded search will convert anyway. But the thing is, branded search is often or almost always from other, uh, a result of other sources of traffic, right? So if your meta ads do well. So if you convert those branded searches even better, you will have even more success on those other channels, right? So don't forget that. That's why it's really important to do the, the sort of three split well. And the same 
same as with reviews and experiences, etc. right? Again, people are interested in your product, but what is happening is they have certain hesitations uh, before purchasing. They want to know what other people have done. And just give them that. Send them to, in the worst case, uh, send them to your review page or something like that. In best case, actually build a landing page of people giving testimonials, people giving, uh, you know, removing all doubts. Send them to a, a page that not only has that, but also FAQs listed, right? So you can really, really, uh, uh, and you can even combine that with a discount code. So you can really convert that sort of type of, uh, 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 sort of barrier that they have into effective communication to resolve that barrier. And that's why you should be doing this properly. And that's why you should be having a brand campaign because you can pay for clicks to effectively communicate against those barriers, right? That's kind of the idea for it. Like I said, you can do then additional ad groups and send them to specific collection pages if you are a really well-known brand and have certain sort of uh, product types, but that's not uh, really needed. The second thing I really urge you to do is with your brand campaign on campaign level, add audiences, add as many as you can, right? Because add, and add them on observation because the advantage is, is people will convert through your branded search real cheaply and you over time will learn in which audiences your branded searches are. People will really love your brand, know your brand and purchase from you. Why is that important? Because if you run Pmax and want to optimize your audience signals, you can take those that information from the brand search and apply it to the audience signals. If you see, oh, wow, this one audience is doing really well. Uh, I don't know. I have a beauty brand selling makeup and an affinity audience such as beauty mavens or something does really well. Well, I'll add it to my uh, audience signals, right? So it's really, really helpful to do that from the start. Don't forget to do that. You will thank me later. And if you haven't done it yet, apply it to your brand campaign now. Then the next is bid strategy. What bid strategy do I uh, want to have for my brand? So first of all, what is clear is it wants to be completely different to the rest of your uh, uh, campaigns. Yeah, All of your acquisition campaigns for non-branded traffic, you will want to have different uh, bidding strategies, of course, um, because you will have to pay more for a completely new customer who is unaware of your brand versus someone who is aware of your brand. So just bear that in mind. So it has to be completely different. Usually you want lower CPAs and higher ROASs, right? Um, but generally speaking, I may say something that might be controversial in the PPC industry now, but I found that it often doesn't matter that much what bidding strategy you use. And I know a lot of people will be, what now, right? Uh, what was he saying there? And the thing is, uh, your quality score will be so good that in most times you will win that branded click anyway, um, more or less no matter the bid. Uh, we default to max conversions at the beginning when we do run it just to get as many sales with your, um, with, with your brand campaign as possible. However, what this has done, and this, this is, this is true. It can inflate the click price a little bit because what you do is you tell Google, Hey, with this budget, get me as many conversions as possible and it will bid high for, um, your branded search and sometimes unnecessarily high, right? So, uh, the branded search clicks will be really expensive. 
So what you can do is counteract with experiments, right? So uh, try different bidder strategies to find out what works best for you. Uh, you know, uh, for instance, do an experiment versus enhanced CPC or something like that. So manual CPC or do a bid, ex- uh, you know, an AB test with something like a target CPA uh, strategy or, uh, or ROAS target, if you like. Or if you want to be really fancy, uh, you can do something like a portfolio bid strategy right where you can limit um, the uh, the click cost. So I'm going to do maybe an, an episode on port- portfolio bid strategies because that, that can be quite, uh, it's quite a cool topic as well. But the advantage of that is, let's say you have a brand search for France, for Germany, for uh, uh, UK or something like that. There, and you, what you can do is you can create one bidding uh, portfolio bid strategy um, for for all three countries, let's say target CPA, 20 euros or whatever, and uh, then limit the click cost to only 50 uh, pence or, uh, or 70 cents or whatever it is, whatever currency you're advertising in. And what this does, it just puts a bit of a cap on really crazy branded uh, clicks to just really... Uh, limit the spend on that so all in all what I'm trying to get to is just test right see what works best a lot of people do target impression share as well Um, I'm a little bit wary of that because it's not a conversion focused strategy uh, but it works for some people target impression share 100% and they just let it rip and uh, they just want impression share uh, to, to, to max that out and it works really well so just test it out and see what happens And then the last thing that I would sort of say, which is really important for optimal success for brand campaigns is make sure it has demonstrable success, right? And I said at the beginning, first of all, you have to think if it's right for your brand in 99% of cases will be, but just make sure it actually achieves an ROI for you as well, right? So um, oftentimes when you check something like Get Cloud, Triple Whale, you will actually see that there is demonstrable ROI. But just make sure to really tweak your strategy to such a degree that it does do that. I think that's all. Um, This was a relatively uh, quick and dirty episode. um, But uh, something that has come up a couple of uh, days ago uh, when I taught um, a seminar. And it just, you know, uh, really sort of uh, made me think that's a cool idea that I could share with all my listeners. And if you want to hear more of that, subscribe to the podcast, maybe uh, subscribe to our socials as well. Find me on LinkedIn, uh, where I'll be sharing tips as well all the time. Maybe connect with me. Um, And if you need help with Google Ads, send us an email to uh, jeremy at youngandigital.marketing or head to the website and leave an inquiry. Um, and something that's really exciting as well, we are doing a massive update to our course in, Q- in Q1, um, updates and conversion tracking, updates to new features in Performance Max, loads of loads of stuff. So if you want to risk a gander, head to the website and see the content for yourself. On that note, thank you very much, guys, for listening, and I shall see you next week. Thank you for listening to Google Ads Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, 
please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.younganddigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.